0: Welcome to the Dead Arm Dynasty Podcast, where we try to give a refreshingly candid take on the long-term fantasy value of football players throughout college and the NFL for all Devi League, Campus DeCanton, and Dynasty Fantasy Football Managers. We're just three friends who spend all our time talking fantasy anyway, so we figured why not get a few mics and capture our conversations. My name's Rick, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Josh Pecoraro and Jacob Ellis, aka Jealous. Welcome back to the show. It's the Dead Arm Dynasty Podcast. Back here with Josh and Gel, and of course uh, Rick, back from my honeymoon. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah like that uh, had, had a had a nice week out in Portland. It was uh, it was gorgeous. But uh, enough about me. How are, are you guys doing today?
1: Doing good,
2: phenomenal. Yeah. Pumped to uh, you, know, had drink, had you know have the drink, have the full squad back. You know, back to hundred percent though. You know? Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. I
1: home the questions last week, but yeah, it wasn't the same without him.
2: You did. I
0: listened and I enjoyed everything I heard. I wanted to jump in and give my takes (laughs) as I was listening, which obviously wasn't possible. Uh, But yeah, that that was great. I didn't realize how much I was going to miss uh, being able to do this while I was gone. Uh,
2: So yeah, I'm pumped to be back too. anything Uh, in, you know, particular that stood out to you that you, you know, and I I'm obviously just throwing this at you uh, without any prep, but anything in particular that really, you know, Got your eye? Agreed with? Disagreed with? I'm going to go with no yeah, because yeah, was,
0: uh, that's a lot to remember right. Should, right now. Should have had you prep. No, with you're that good. One. Um, um, bucks Hashtag and bucks six. Bucks I heard you six, say baby. that, Joe. Yeah, go yeah. go, Bucks. Um, yeah, pump to uh pump to get a little bit closer to football season. Basketball season ending is always one step closer. Um, you guys uh, sipping on anything anything fun before we get started here?
1: Well, speaking of the bucks and six, I just kind of clept it classy tonight and. Uh, Drinking from the brewing company that's out of Milwaukee, just a nice, uh, ice cold Miller Lite.
2: I was thinking, we're gonna go. you know, if you're really trying to keep it close, uh, you go champ, well, real classy, yeah, keep you know, Schlitz. champagne. Oh, there you go. Some highlights, too. Old Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, oh man, we have a uh, so Black Rose, which was about a block and a half from one of my houses in Milwaukee, uh, my college houses, and they would have one dollar old Milwaukee Fridays. And you know, just get housed for like ten bucks. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. And I moved to Dallas. Yeah. You know. Certain bars you're paying, you know, six bucks for rails.
0: Not the same. Does
2: that come in a picture? (laughs) (laughs) If it was anywhere in Wisconsin, yeah, it would. Fishbowl? yeah. My so my my friend's parents own a place called Hyde in dallas uh they actually just moved locations during covid uh very smart decision uh the bar that was right next to their original location got shot up and you know pretty bad it was all over the news oh. and everything so they moved to a different area and uh but they make this incredible old-fashioned and it's it's this, but it's a solid 12 dollar cocktail
0: you know I was gonna say, did they move because they got found? But uh, oh, that's a better God. reason that you had there. Uh, <laughs> #Hashtag Dad Jokes. Uh, Joe, Joe, what are you, uh, what are you sipping on?
2: I am okay. So I bought this beer I've never had before. I was mostly attracted to it because of the packaging, the <laughs> the six pack, the the box, it's the case itself. Uh, that's a good reason. This bright purple. Uh, I wish I could show you guys uh, on the zoom the case itself, so that you know. But uh yeah, so I brought that over to my buddy's house where we started watching the Bucks game. Um Yep. Yep, bright purple packaging. So it's a it's a Hells Doppelbach and it's a, a whopping eight percent uh ABV. Yay, there it label. is. So <laughs> if you read the the back uh the back of the label, it says Don't let the subtle fruit aroma the <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell's doppelbach that can sneak up on you. All right, it tastes amazing. Uh, it goes real smooth. Um, so it's kind of deceiving that it'd be an eight percent ABV. Yeah, it'll
0: be fun to see how that so uh, see how next shakes out. Hour we'll ahead here. Out. <laughs> Yeah. What
1: are you sipping on, Rick? Did you make another mistake tonight? <laughs>
0: another no, no,
2: no. See, you know, <laughs> no, see, you know in now, a cup for you, Rick.
0: Now that I got married, I have all this leftover beer from the party bus and stuff uh so i have a new belgium mountain time premium lager which uh new belgium is one of my favorite breweries so this is uh delicious and just what the yeah, doctor those seltzes were um, flowing
2: on the party bus there those were going yeah, down like, a lot, everything was that, yeah that and yeah. the, the, that the and pace of, course, of the bush
0: yes yes the pace of uh, beverages on that party bus was was pretty crazy uh and i think that set the tone um yeah let's uh let's dive into some fantasy football Uh, today we are going to be covering the AFC East, and instead of just, you know, talking about team by team, player by player, what we think, we're going to mix it up a little bit and do a draft style. So, uh, the three of us will be drafting, uh, teams consisting of one QB, two RBs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex spot. So a seven round draft using only players out of the AFC East. We will obviously skip defenses and kickers because, of course, and, uh, we uh, do need to establish our draft order. Uh, Josh, have you drawn tickets for this, or, or how do how do you want to break this you up?
1: You can do it however you'd like.
0: All right, I'm going to do it off the top of my head. Jealous, you're first. Josh, right. you're second. I'll go third.
2: I got uh, first okay. pick in one of our leagues, and... At least first choice yes, you for do. where I want to pick, and so we'll keep keep that momentum yes, going. Yes, last
0: night we did our ticket drawing for a couple of fantasy leagues, uh, and Jealous getting drawn first means he gets to pick whatever draft spot he wants. Uh, so in honor of that, Fair you enough. can just have the first pick today. Uh, out of the just stellar <laughs> AFC East fantasy players to choose from. Uh, unfortunately for us, though, since there's so few relevant players, having the first pick is, is pretty clutch uh, for you. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, uh, so are, are you prepared it, to make your it selection? It
2: makes having the one elite, you know, good player. <laughs> yeah, there is just it one. Makes <laughs> a pretty easy choice. Uh, I got to go Stephon Diggs. Yeah. So everything that he did last year, uh, insane numbers, the improvement of Josh Allen, uh, that's obviously, the you know, one of the bigger factors here in, in making, you know, keeping Diggs as an elite player. The other thing, you know, Cole Beasley... You know, his anti-vaccination stance, who knows, you know, we obviously touched on D-Hop uh, in a previous episode, and, you know, Cole Beasley, again, is he going to be there? Who knows? That's only going to help out Diggs.
0: Yep, that that is the obvious one to me. Um, this division doesn't have a ton of studs in it, and that is more or less the only one uh, Josh, you got pick number two. What are you thinking here?
1: Um, well, I knew Ellis was going to go digs because that's the obvious 101 for the AFC East yep. and all the hot garbage that it is. Um, usually I'd be looking running back here, but the running backs, I don't feel really worthy right now. I feel like I can get equal talent at pretty much wherever you draft from here. Wide receivers are a lot of rookies, second-year guys, unproven guys. I'm going to lock in the only – one proven good quarterback in the AFC East and take Josh Allen with my first pick. Usually I don't go quarterback that early, but Josh Allen to me is clearing ahead the next
2: best player in this That's that's where I would have gone. No fault there.
0: Yeah, I think I probably would have done the same thing. Um, This being a, a dynasty pod, a dynasty draft, obviously those two Diggs and Allen teammates are going to be good for a long time to come. Uh, me at the third pick here, I am deciding between, you know what? I, I'm not even between guys for me. This is Jalen Waddle. Um, I, I see him as the, the right dynasty pick in the AFC East, as far as receivers behind digs. I, I think that long term he's got the most upside, uh, it might not be immediate, might not be the first year. And that's where I could have looked to other guys, uh, more established players or, um, Elijah Moore also might have a better rookie season than Jalen Waddle. But long-term, I like the talent of Waddle. I will I will take that uh, dart throw as a pretty likely-to-succeed one in, in Dynasty formats. Thanks. Uh, and then, of course, I get a- another pick because we're going to do Snake Draft. I'm not going to let you guys oh, just get all the first picks. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh-uh, yeah, uh, let's see. I I think I'm going to just go... Wide receiver heavy here. I'm going to take Elijah Moore as my second pick. I was. Uh, I, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah.
2: Uh, I probably would have gone, gone with him over you know okay. the number two well, pick.
0: But lucky for me, I get both. Um, and uh, you know, same story with him. Rookie, he's going to play right away, and he's going to play a bigger role as time goes on. Uh, he's probably just going to grow with Zach Wilson, just like Waddle will with Tua. Uh, and I. I I like to start dynasty teams with young wide receivers because they have the longest shelf life by a long shot. And in the AFC East, there aren't a ton of running backs that intrigue me, at least not at this point in a draft. So I am pretty happy with those two. Uh, bumping it over to Josh I, in your second pick. I just what want do to jump in real going... quick uh,
2: what you said about oh, yeah, yeah. Waddle. I think, you know, the Jets are the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson's going to be throwing the ball around. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Elijah Moore is probably or, you know, possibly going to be his best target out there. The way that the Dolphins play, Tua, he's got a sweet arm to throw it downfield, but he just hasn't shown it at all last year, which, you know, that's going to limit Waddle's upside here to make any sort of uh, immediate impact. And And Fuller. You know, and he's, you know, he's got Fuller, yeah. But that's just—I don't know. That's why I would have gone more over Waddle uh, myself.
0: But so, so to confirm, then not just a AFC East draft. If this was just a straight-up dynasty startup, at this moment in time, you would take Elijah Moore over for the Jalen Waddle? same reasons that yeah. Gotcha. Okay, just wanted to confirm.
1: All right, Josh. Okay.
0: Round two, pick two, what do you yeah, think?
1: Yeah, so wide receiver, I think there's definitely a little bit of a teardrop here in the dynasty format, so I'm going to stay away from wide receiver. already got my quarterback locked up, so I'm looking at the running back position right now. Tight ends are kind of a hot mess, too. You got two over in New England that we're not really sure who's going to be the clear-cut starter right now, and then some unproven guys or up-and-coming guys behind them. So I'm going to try and lock in my running back position here. Buffalo, I'm going to stay away from having Josh Allen. Um got zach moss and devin singletary zach moss is more than likely gonna be the one that probably will take over the starter role this year but i just i don't know singletary's still in there quite a bit josh allen gets a lot of the goal line carries so going to stay away from that backfield and i'm gonna go with a guy that i know right now all the reports out of their camp say that he's their clear-cut number one i'm gonna go with damian harris he had a very good season last year when he was healthy and playing um, in New England, so I'm going to lock
2: in Damian Harris for my first running back. Yep. no, I like no it. I had him
0: listed as, yeah, he, he was my RB1 out of this division, too, so I get that. Uh Jell, it's back to you at the end of the second here. I
2: don't need to necessarily repeat anything that Josh said, and so for this reason I'm going running back, running back, and that's ACMOS is not you know something <laughs> I'm even considering right now. Are you um, sure? Uh, it, he's still he's, available. Yes, he's available, but but he's not. Or, you know, but he's not on my list of guys that I want at all for sure. Uh, so, running back, running back, my two picks. It's gonna be Miles Gaskin, Michael Carter.
0: Yep, those make perfect sense. I mean, to I've, me.
2: I've had three pretty obvious picks myself so far. I'm pretty happy with with how this what? is starting off. I'm glad we're making <laughs> yeah, it easy thanks, for you. Guys. Uh,
0: yeah, I I definitely would have done the same there. Um, those are the clear-cut next two running backs, and now it feel as, feels like there's a drop-off, which I'm not thrilled about. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm not even up yet. Josh, <laughs> and what do you think? I here?
1: I still think with the wide receivers, there's plenty to choose from. They're all in the same area. I am going to go back now with Ellis. I was hoping that either Carter or Gaskin were going to fall back, but with you taking digs, I figured you're probably going to lock up your two running backs here. But I'm going to go with Zach Moss and lock him in. Not really happy pairing him with Josh Allen, but I think he's going to be the next best running back in in the division. And, I mean, James White, somebody that will catch passes for you out of the backfield in PPR format. But having Harris, I don't feel confident playing Damian Harris and James White together in the same week. So I'm going to get my other running back out of the way and get Zach Moss locked up.
2: You know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I, it's been pretty interesting when you talk about stacking. Uh, it's you know typically it's QB and wide receiver, QB tight end. Uh, but if you went Stevenson and James White, you'd have basically that that New England, or the Harris uh. Harris and and White stack. You know, you'd have pretty high percentage of that of that Patriots backfield, and I think that could be pretty. Uh, beneficial I would you know I would have I would have put some pretty strong consideration and yeah I think
1: dynasty format too I mean he's been in the league for quite a bit um and then I just the whole quarterback situation there too which I'm curious to see what ends up happening with you guys with your quarterbacks left but I mean you got Cam Newton there Mac Jones there not quite sure who's going to be their clear-cut starter opening day or if it is Cam Newton how quickly Mac Jones might get to play so I just wanted just uh number one running back in the division, Damian Harris, and then I'll maybe scoop up White for a flex play if I need to down the road, but I can just stay away from that combo.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, And since you both have two running backs, I'm going to just be transparent and say that I'm going to wait on that because I don't see you each taking a third at this point in time. So uh, my first of two picks in a row here is going to be Hunter Henry. I think – I mean, you have to just shoot your shot between him and Johnny Smith, and I'm going to go with Henry as the guy that's slightly more productive in New England. Um, I'm hoping that that presents some kind of tight end advantage over you guys a little bit. It probably won't, but I've, I'm going to go that route and just hope for the best. And then I'm going to go with Zach Wilson as my quarterback here. I think for the same reasons Jellis said, he's going to be down in a lot of games, He's going to just have to throw. He's got a big arm, and he's got some pretty good receivers around him now. So uh, I, I trust him over Tua uh, or the uh, combination Mac Jones, Cam Newton that I don't want any part of. So, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson will be my second
1: pick. Yeah, it's a good pick there. That He was my next quarterback off the board. So
2: Yep, I would have. Interesting yep.
1: with Hunter Henry. That's where I was torn. He wasn't the number one guy I have in the division, but it's – it's hard to know right now with New England. I could definitely see him being mm-hmm. the one, but I
2: could also see Johnny too. He wasn't the number one tight end on his team. Uh, you know, I had John. I have John ranked higher than Henry myself. Uh, I always just struggle with Henry with his injury concerns. I, you know, I it, it's always it's come back to burn me multiple times over the over the years. You know, I, I'm sure that we all have owned Hunter Henry in some league, some capacity. Uh, just from my personal experience, I am just, I'm sick of him. I, you know, I, so that's why I have John who ranked higher on his team, uh, than, than I do Henry. That's
0: actually a really good point you raise. I want to, I want to touch on that a little more. Uh, I've never actually had Hunter Henry in any league, so I have not been burned and I have not felt that burn <laughs> and getting your, getting your perspective that that sucks tells me a lot that maybe I should be a little more wary of Hunter Henry going into this season. And, you know, thankfully we're not starting a real league that I have to roll with this team on, so I'm going to stick by my Henry choice in this, but uh, I, this is good to know I got before a written actual draft season so You hits. can't go back on
1: this
2: anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: same here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's I fair. unfortunately or fortunately had Henry for two seasons. I had the one, I think his sophomore year, and he had just a I mean, that's when he went of off just went off and it was awesome. It was like oh, yeah. the best tight end to have. And then I had him the next year when he was hurt the whole chunk of the season. So yeah, it's, definitely, it's, definitely it's like the same
2: thing is uh, com- very comparable to Jordan Reed when he was in his head oh, yeah. with, with Washington. And every time he was on the field, he was awesome, put up real sweet numbers, you know, number of touchdowns, but he, he got concussions. What felt like every other week, and so it's great to have him when he's playing, but it's insanely frustrating when he's not. Yeah. I, and a lot I'm of times, a you know, little I, worried about Jordan I like Reed. to go with the guy <laughs> that has that upside. I try not to let, you know, previous injuries bother me too much because, you know, according to science, being injury prone, isn't supposed to be a thing, but for some players, it seems like it is. I mean, Jordan Reed, you know, with all of his concussion issues right you know it seems like he gets concussions at a different rate and yes you know once you get your first it's easier to get your second it's easier to get your third and on and on but i you know just for me i i've been burned by henry getting hurt too much that i i would have gone Janu,
0: right um Side note, uh, prayers out to Jordan Reed, just hoping that you stay healthy for a long time, like, for the rest of life. Yeah, Yeah, he retired, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want him to, you know, have issues at 45 uh, because of all of the concussions he had. That would be really sad. So, uh, yeah. Um, Moving on. I just picked Zach Wilson. Josh, who are you thinking after your Zach Moss last choice? I you
1: guys trying to buy me a lot of time for – picking my next pick I still have no idea you're so uh, well taken though so (laughs) definitely looking at the wide receivers here I mean it's it's not great taking that Corey D that is actually who I'm going to take I mean just with what you had said with Zach Wilson they're going to be down in games they're going to be throwing the ball hoping that Corey Davis being the big contract that they just got him I know that he's going to be out on the field so I'm hoping he builds some rapport with Zach Wilson takes at least starts off as their number one wide receiver so I'm going to Locking Corey Davis here.
2: Yeah. Good choice. I like it. You know, he's going to start off at least uh, with the Jets as as the wide receiver one. Elijah Moore is, I I think he's probably more of a talented player overall, but he's, you know, he's not going to be that number one guy, at least right away. You know, rookie season, a lot of times, especially the first half, you know, there's, there's a bit of a struggle. I think that. I think that, you know, Davis finally puts up a pretty sweet season uh last year in Tennessee yeah, after what four years in the and, league. And you know, maybe it was because it was contract yeah. year. I I don't know, but he actually finally showed out uh happy for him for getting that payday finally. Right. Uh if it weren't for last year, he would not have gotten that payday. So uh I think I think after last year everyone kind of changed their opinion on on him a little bit in a more positive way so no no issues on the on this on my end yeah same here he was next on my wide receiver list I like it uh gel back to you
0: with your fourth selection you're sitting on two running backs and Stephon. Stephon Diggs
2: I'm gonna go with who I had as the top tight end and that's Mike Gisicki uh put up a really sweet year with both Fitzy Fitzmagic and Tua last year uh you know Real big time red zone threats, big tall body. Uh, I, for me, he was he was my easy number one tight end within the division. Yeah, you like them, them big tall bodies. What's wrong with big tall bodies? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing at all, man. I'm just checking. Yeah, he was
1: my number one ranked tight end in the division too. I had him on my dynasty team last year, and he was definitely somebody. Once Tua got on the field, you saw more production out of him. Had good rapport with him so I like the pick
0: um I I'm gonna just take the other side of the coin on this and say I think that we're not really gonna see a major breakout out of him anytime soon and it, mostly just based on the differences between last year of Waddle and Fuller are there now he doesn't have uh, Tua and or whoever replaces Tua in the fourth quarter won't have to just rely on Mike Isicki because uh, Parker's not open on a particular play. So I, I'm expecting some of his share goes to Waddle and Fuller, and for that reason I'm not
2: too excited about grabbing him as my starting tight end anywhere. I would anywhere. think that, yeah, they're going to want to use, you know, their number six overall pick quite a bit, you know. You know, and they obviously brought in the free agent receiver in Fuller, but I so maybe Gisicki doesn't put up the exact same numbers as he did last year, but... I still think that the talent is there, and the you know, like I said, the body frame is there. Yes. So, I yeah, sticking with it. Moving okay. on to uh, as we uh, reach back around,
1: I'm jealous. You guys both get two picks in a row all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that part. Going Janu, whoa, so just fucking one of you guys, fucking Josh here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I in Tennessee last year. You know, he was sweet. Belichick clearly likes to use his tight ends. Uh, there's a reason that they paid for both him and Henry. I, I know you know he's he's a big physical freak. He's mm-hmm. never had any sort of injury history. Um, so they're going to be doing a lot of two tight end sets out there in New England. And also a big part of it is this the strategic piece of this and making sure that Josh gets screwed in in his tight end uh, position. I love that part so much. <laughs> so I'll throw him into my flex. That's that's an
0: interesting flex, but I love it from
2: the my. The other perspective. thing too that I or look at sure. the rest of what's out there for other receivers and running backs. It I mean, is. It's not that's a, the yeah. Cream of yeah. The crop. For,
0: for the record, we started with the AFC East, uh, along with the NFC East, because they both suck. We're gonna hopefully um, hopefully build that up. You know. Yes, we're gonna ramp up to the players that matter more. Um, Josh, what you thinking now that you're screwed at no, tight end?
1: I'm okay with it. It's fine. I wasn't like super excited about Johnny just with Hunter Henry in New England. I don't. I kind of wanted to stay away from that situation granted i think johnny was the next most talented tight end on the board but like i said i you don't know where the ball is going to be going there so i just kind of wanted to stay away from that i was hoping gasecki was going to fall i didn't think L was that high on him so thought for sure he'd are high on johnny and then have Gisick. Thought maybe i'd be able to sneak him but um i'm looking at wide receiver here shore up that position since tight end really i'm fine with either of the other two guys i don't really see them and different tiers are pretty much the same player but um i'm gonna go with a guy that just got paid you guys touched on i'm gonna go with will fuller granted he's had a little bit of trouble staying healthy but i think he's still talented new situation new team so i think change of scenery is going to benefit him and I'll lock him in as my wide receiver
0: yeah yeah i like the pick and i wish you didn't do it but uh i guess we're all just <laughs> screwing each other here i guess that's what happens um, with
1: the 3 with three team one division draft. yes so. <laughs> it is natural
0: that that's how this is going to fall um so I'm sitting on zero running backs right now and I have a flex spot to fill yet so I'm a little indecisive here I think that I'm going to pick one of my running backs for starters and that's gonna that going to be Ramondre
2: Stevenson um
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah, I, I almost I, went him, me
2: uh, You know, with the last one, just so I know, I got your boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, This being a dynasty, um, you know, obviously Damian Harris is going to be the main guy this year, but uh, Belichick really likes Ramondre Stevenson. He's built like a truck, and his legs can move surprisingly fast for that. Uh, So he should have a role in the NFL and be around for a while. He's not. I don't expect him to be a running back that just never quite phases into an NFL offense. Uh so whether it's late this year, whether it's an injury to Harris, whether it's next year, uh Stevenson is a guy that I am excited to have in Dynasty Leagues. Um so that being this format I, I, I to go take back him. to
2: uh something that I believe we've said before on this show is 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 the LeBarr the LeGarek yeah. Blunt uh comp. You know, when he was in New England he was incredibly fantasy relevant uh you know all the goal line touches he was getting so i
0: yeah yeah the, the moment uh, cam newton takes a spot on that bench and gets replaced by mac jones uh suddenly all those goal line carries are going to reappear for the running backs whether that's harris or whether they bring in the bowling ball Ramondre stevenson the bowling ball uh, i hope it's stevenson so we will uh we will see how that shakes out funny too Um, with new england
1: just that that's like the biggest thing that's making a lot of the players not fantasy relevant right now is because cam newton is potentially starting quarterback i mean you figure once he's gone mac jones isn't mobile so you're going to get a lot more utilization out of the running back position and i i mean we saw what cam was doing last year and i mean there's games where he was getting negative fantasy points because he can't really throw the ball anymore so i mean even I know you guys don't like Mac Jones a ton, but I still think it's a better upside than Cam Newton in that offense right now. So I'm excited for the day that he gets to see the field just to see what he can do.
2: My dog is licking something on the couch, and I don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's fun. You uh, put some peanut butter? No, in there? I
2: don't think so. It could be leftover you pizza crumbs or something. <laughs> I had a pizza last night at, that I ate on the couch. There, there you go. That. <laughs> damn good pizza
0: <laughs> yeah yeah now i want some pizza all right where are you um, going to
1: Your uh is this your last pick or second
0: second to last no no this is this is uh yeah sixth round pick for me i still need a running back and a flex spot filled here uh i think i'm gonna defer to running back because the receivers remaining i'm pretty equal on most of them so i will hold off on that and just go for any touches at all and uh get Damn. get the james white PPR points coming Smart. in here um i i need it badly without an actual running back on the team yet so uh even though these are Doubling both down patriots
2: <laughs> they on uh, some backup running backs i like they, it they
0: well and <laughs> they both have potential totally different roles i'm not i'm not saying that you should ever try to start a team with just those two but uh, under the constraints that we have and the fact that I started with Waddle and Elijah Moore means that I had to do this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I do like James White a lot, though. It's, it's, it's weird. I don't think every, anybody ever thinks of him as, you know, your typical stud running back, but, you know, he, he's not your typical guy that's going to get a bunch of touches on the ground, uh, but he always seems to get a few catches, and, you know, in every game, the occasional touchdown... Uh, you know, saw it in the Super Bowl that year that. Well, what year was oh, that? Yeah. Was, the, the was Brady's Atlanta. last title in on the Pats against the? Yeah, it was the Falcons. And when he, sh- he deserved he the, won the Super Bowl MVP, it. he totally deserved right. that. Three touchdowns. Let's be honest. Come on, it's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. I guess that you know it's Brady. They want to get him as much love as they can, which. You know, it's it's not like he needs any additional help trying to get to the hall. <laughs> you know, one extra award, whatever. I mean, it was years ago, so I should probably just get over it. I feel the same. I, I would have gone with that same pick. Your other options would have been Michel, uh, you know, who might end up being the fourth running back now in that offense. Which you know, it's kind of crazy to yeah. think about. I, you know, when he was his rookie season, he was, right. Sony was awesome. Yeah. And big it, hype out of him. I don't know if he just fell out of favor with Belichick or what happened there. Uh, but, oh, well, that's an easy yeah, thing to I do. Mean, apparently. One
1: fumble and you're benched.
2: You know, <laughs> then you're done. So yeah, that's, yeah, Sebel that, that would have been, been, that would have the been the best option right there for me, sure.
1: Just between those two. But like, I think he made the better choice with white, just with those PPR points. And,
2: and Tevin is, you know, Tevin will have, a few, you know, he'll start the first few weeks in New York until, you know, so yep. short-term yeah. Fine long-term short-term dynasty, option, no. but long-term no. don't want to touch him. Yeah, if your yep.
1: dynasty team needs a running back, I mean, he's somebody that you can pick up to maybe put in the first couple weeks if you need some depth, but otherwise he's yeah, leave him on the waivers. So.
0: Mhm. Uh, jealous. What are you thinking for a uh, 6th round hey, here? I got two picks left. Me. Oh. Jeez. Oh, well, sorry. I yeah, totally ignored Josh there. I, Actually, I should have hoping, let it play off. Just Steve, hoping Josh
2: Alice wouldn't notice. I think it's that, uh, Alice already took- well, maybe that Maybe it's that leftover beer. Is that already kicking in, buddy? <laughs> Your party bus beer? Oh, yeah, that must be it. Yep. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. just going off of the board here, Ellis has a tight end and his flex spot's a tight end, so I know he can't draft another tight end to screw me over. So I'm going to leave that for my last pick.
2: So <laughs> I, I would if I could. Maybe I could <laughs> no, uh, I knew you would. see if I could put, uh, you put can start your bench Herndon in, into my QB spot, you know?
1: <laughs> um, So I'm going to look back. The running backs really don't intrigue me for my flex spot. We touched on Devin Singletary, but I'm going to go with a little bit more upside. Um, I listed off, I wrote down 12 receivers that I would be interested in having in the dynasty format, and this guy is the only one on New England that I'm interested in, so I'm going to take him and Jacoby Myers. I think nice. somebody's got to be the one, somebody's got to be their number one wide receiver. I know Nelson Aguilar's there, but I mean, he's, he's getting up there in age. He had a decent year last year with the Raiders, but I like that. I feel like potential.
2: he finally like found his hands last yeah, right? year. They seem to have been <laughs> yeah, missing you know, the first yeah, however many years.
1: Career, so. No, I, I, like Which, I like You know,
2: obviously does he no favors, especially, you know, no, in Philly. Not right. You know, dropping passes, not not the, not something you can be doing in Philly.
0: Well, there was that one guy that was uh, catching babies out of a burning building, and, and then he got interviewed afterwards, and he was just like, yeah, we were just catching them,
2: <laughs> unlike Aguilar.
1: <laughs>
2: that's, a, that's, a so that's a Philly fan, Philly fan, fan for also, you. There's all those douchebags out there that like to – Light hotel banner <laughs> things on fire, and you know, that's how they like to they celebrate a championship. City Why down. don't you know, if you want to look at how to celebrate with class, look at how the Bucks fans did it. Yeah, got hammered outside the Pfizer forum but with we class. We did it with class, you know. We're not trying to burn down the city, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it. Just like the upside there, young player, and hopefully when Mac Jones comes in, he shows some rapport with Jacoby and can get some fantasy points out of him. So,
2: did you hear what uh, what Cam referred to Mac Jones as Mac and Cheese? Like, is that is there a worse nickname <laughs> in the world? That's so easy. Well, I think uh, his his general he, body yes, type suggests that that's heat probably heat. how he got it. Doesn't seem like he really is, you know, out there cutting carbs.
1: craft sponsorship, yeah, I don't, yeah. got.
2: Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Different. Oh, yeah. Different you craft. You know, I thought for the longest time that Robert Kraft was uh, <laughs> the owner of you know the Kraft Mac and Cheese and that that family of brands, you know, Heinz and and whatever too. But no, he's doing probably something way more badass. You know, finances or real estate or something. Sounds illegal. <laughs> um, jealous. <laughs> jealous. What What are you
0: yeah, thinking man. for your next pick here?
2: So. As that swings back to me, I had to go with, uh, I had to go Denzel Mims, man. As my, you know, as my wide receiver too. I'm looking at everybody's that's left on the board. You know, one of my options would have been Devonte Parker, uh, but I don't. Maybe not I right away, but you know, eventually he's maybe gonna start off yep. as their wide receiver one. But Waddle, Waddle and Fuller are gonna end up taking that. he will be the honorary wide spot. receiver one for a couple weeks? I, I thought he was the best receiver left on the board. The talent is, on I, I think, undeniable. Since I know that you guys <laughs> won't be taking another QB, I'll save that for my last yeah, it pick. Yeah,
1: didn't matter. This is the one I've been waiting for to see what you do with the quarterback position, and Allen and Wilson off the board. so Yeah, It's
2: it's, yeah, it's, it's got to be Tua. I'm not in on Mac Jones at all, and Cam can't throw the ball down the field at all. I, I don't love having Tua, uh, but maybe instead of a sophomore slump, he just had a rookie slump. I, and and maybe he breaks out in year two, you know? one 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 extra year away from that injury as well, that hip injury. So it's got to be Tua. I really wish I could uh, reverse four picks and
0: then tell you it's a super flex <laughs> so that I could take Tua. You'd be stuck taking... I'm yeah, just, yeah. You know, <laughs> stuck you with get Cam and... I, only Cam. You can put in uh, Dawson Knox as Speaking your
2: of QB. Dawson
0: I'll, I'll, Knox. I'll let you What's have going that?
1: on with you, yeah, man? What's the next I mean, pick? That's who's locked in. So, <laughs> I, mean, I think he's definitely better no. I mean not going Herndon? everybody's been hyping him up for the last couple of years and I just I don't think it's there. So Dawson Knox, I mean at times watching some of the Bills games, I mean he's he's halfway decent tight ends, decent at run blocking. I just think it's not a huge prolific passing offense. I mean, Josh Allen's got his favorite targets. He got digs, um and then the other guy... Was Your boy, grab. Gabriel Davis. I was going to grab Gabe Davis the last time around, but I knew I was going to go Dawson Knox, so I didn't want to have Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox on my team with that. So I just decided to go with Kobe Myers. But, yeah, I think he, he could potentially crack the top 12, which isn't saying much for tight end position, but some potential there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, well, I get uh, Mr. Irrelevant here. Which every and, player...
2: Uh, left available to be drafted is
0: yeah <laughs> yeah you're right it's, it's that's pretty much all of them uh but uh i i am torn between three receivers right now um that would be Devonte parker who i'm probably not gonna end up picking uh nelson aguilar who personally i would have put him over jacoby myers uh mostly because i think that for the next you know two three years he'll be better he's obviously older and will eventually get you know phased out of that offense, or he'll drop three balls in a game, and <laughs> Bill will set him forever. That's where I uh,
2: I disagree with you. That's why I I have him ranked higher because I mean, you know, who knows how it goes? Bill might just cut him. It, you know,
0: you're not wrong. It's. It's a very real possible narrative, and that pisses me off that that's a real thing that could happen. Uh, Because, I don't know, I had Aguilar last year in our Dynasty League with his good season on the Raiders, and he was actually awesome. Uh, So I'm hopeful for his own sake that he can be awesome again. Um, But I'm going to take Gabe Davis as my last pick. Uh, (laughs) This being Dynasty, he makes not Not Cole Beasley. That's That's a hard pass hard pass on anti-vaxxer Cole Beasley. I will instead take probably vaccinated Gabe Davis, uh, given that you know he hasn't come out and said anything otherwise. Um, yeah, I, it's a Dynasty League. He's a second-year player who just came off an awesome rookie season with a bunch of touchdowns. He was very under the radar, uh, didn't get talked about a lot because of how deep last year's receiver class was and how good everyone else did too. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have full faith that Gabe Davis will continue to be a, a wide receiver too. Going forward in that offense now that um, like John nice. Brown's out of town, Cole Beasley's probably <laughs> out of the league. Downtown John Brown. I didn't even try to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So that uh, that wraps up our um, seven man teams. Let's quick run through them just to see who we like the most here. Uh, yeah, probably uh, Jealous is because he got Steph Diggs. Uh, so Jealous's team has uh, quarterback of Tua. Meh. Uh, running backs Miles Gaskin and Michael Carter, wide receivers Stephon Diggs, Denzel Mims, yourself, and double tight ends Mike Gesicki and Janu Smith.
1: The, Grab a wider. Yeah, I think the what double tight ends thing do? is weird.
0: <laughs> Pick Devontae Parker, I, or Nelson I, Aguilar. Or, would
2: have, I preferred Janu over both of those tight ends. I and I, I guess I just I just like him more than well, you guys. Yeah. I don't know. You actually could have had Will Fuller too. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could have. Well, right. Yeah. I, i like my team i love that you did it was, that it was a competitive Josh. advantage as well to to take johnny yeah. i mean you I know i feel you there Apex peck's team with dawson knox instead of johnny smith is completely different yeah
0: totally agree i love that part that's, uh, that's i guess that's pain. what We've that's the luxury Allen, of having is,
2: a three-man league right. with only
0: you can intentionally yeah yeah uh, exactly. with, with only four nfl teams involved uh josh's team had josh allen as his quarterback that's pretty solid uh dawson knox is the tight end which is not uh <laughs> i do know we got uh, like running backs <laughs> uh running backs damien harris and zach moss and then wide receivers Corey davis will fuller and jacoby myers i like the receiver crew uh running backs are better than mine by a long shot quarterbacks better than all of us yeah so it's a you good have team two backup Same running team. backs as your running back so I do you should speaking probably of like my team, team more <laughs> speaking of my team uh I have Zach Wilson at quarterback uh Ramondre Stevenson and James White at running back which is not good and then uh Hunter Henry at tight end and wide receivers of Gabe Davis Jalen Waddle and Elijah Moore my only hope here is the dynasty part of this I think I have uh Pretty pretty youthful team that has a lot of potential, but yeah, right now this season I'm not gonna beat you
2: guys. What what I do like about me and Josh's team, we have the two players that are really the only two difference makers within this division between Allen and Diggs. The rest of these guys, you know, ideally you don't have any of these guys starting week one. You know, yeah, Or or two, hopefully. I mean, the like all these Ideally. guys are potential flex options, uh, but you don't you don't want any of these guys as a starting running back or, you know, or you know, I mean, tight ends. Yes, they're I think three of the four are or three of the four are worth you know worthy of being starting tight right. ends. But you know, that's probably that's the only good position group within the division is that that tight end spot. But two of them are on the same team, uh, you know the qb wide receiver running back positions just overall yeah are pretty I, pathetic. I would be interested and maybe we'll get to see this eventually uh what this draft
0: would look like if we did say the nfc west or something like that that's just loaded with talent uh
2: yeah that's that's gonna be a good one
0: yes this uh this being the least interesting division we have as an option this i don't know i thought this was a pretty interesting way to do it i liked it this way It's a different Um,
1: perspective, especially when you guys touched on there's not a whole lot of talent outside of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, so it makes a little bit more fun, interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, Before we wrap up, are there other players in this division that you at least want to bring up at all to be aware of for Dynasty purposes? Or um, I I can maybe lead us off with one. Uh, I'm going to go Mac Jones and just say, he, you know, should be on a team. He's probably going to take over for the Patriots maybe, I don't know, halfway through the season, next year at worst. And he's going to play for Bill, and he's going to play at least the style that Tom Brady used to play. So maybe that works out. Maybe it doesn't at all, but it's worth having him on a team.
1: Yeah, that's the only other one I was going to say. No, know is does not like Mac Jones at all. No, nope, no. Nope. I mean, Bill Belichick offense. We'll see if he can work his magic. But yeah, that's that's the only other guy that I think we didn't talk about during the draft that I would bring up. So
2: the I, I had one other guy that I, one guy that I think I just wanted to bring up that we or one thing that we can look forward to in training camp is to see how this Dolphins running back room ends up shaking out. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, for that RB two spot, there's two guys that are pretty much it's gonna be between these two guys. It's gonna be Malcolm Brown. And who they just brought in from the Rams and, uh, you know, and Selvan Ahmed, Uh, you know, Rams, of course, got kind of screwed there with the Cam Akers injury. You know, if they would have held on to Malcolm Brown, they would have had a pretty respectable running back room. But, uh, you know, now he's got a chance to score some carries and, you know, at least to back up Gaskin. And so just just something to keep an eye on between, uh, you know, who that. That backup running back situation is gonna be so, especially if you're a Gaskin owner. Make sure you're keeping an eye on that during training camp because you're gonna want, uh, you're gonna probably end up wanting one of those one of those two backs on your, you know, on your bench as as that Miles Gaskin handcuff.
1: I think the There's same no thing can be said with not the to Jets' backfield too. Keep an eye on what that training camp battle looks like. See if it's gonna be Tevin Coleman or Michael yeah, Carter. Yeah, for sure. That could be a huge for you for Dynasty. If you see the Michael Carter's got the advantage, rookie running back right out of the gate, that's nice to have. So it's not the same Jets team we've seen in the past. So we've got a little bit more hope that their offense will be a lot more productive than they have been. So just one to watch.
0: Um I wanna bring up one name that is super mostly Call irrelevant easy. and you guys will no no uh, <laughs> no uh someone who should not be on your roster but should be someone that you're aware of if you find yourself in injury or bi-week hell um i just think that we're gonna see consistent average production out of braxton barrios for the jets right. this year um he's he's got uh, a nice rapport built with zach wilson already he's uh, turning into kind of just that that reliable slot guy he's, he's never gonna bust it for a hundred plus yard game unless Boss he squeezes out a 90 yard touchdown uh so yeah i am not ever expecting <laughs> big things for him but if you're just desperate to find someone to plug into your flex spot you could just pick up braxton Berrios, and it's probably gonna work um and then if you uh like to play madden uh isaiah mckenzie is a under the radar superstar in madden because he is faster than everyone else so if you just put him in your slot. And and slants throw on it slants. to him on a slant, yeah, slants all day to Isaiah McKenzie. You won't lose in Madden. So just an
2: FYI to those out there that uh, like to do a little of that. Where, so where do you guys sit on on uh, Kendrick Bourne? He was obviously brought in as a free agent, you know, into the past to play that second wide receiver role. I is he worth rostering? I guess it depends I, how deep your bench is, obviously. But uh, I mean, I personally, I. I'm not too high on him.
1: No, he might be somebody to keep an eye on, just kind of watch him on waivers. But like I said earlier in the episode, I don't really want to even touch any of the New England wide receivers or tight ends until Mac Jones is in there. I just Cam Newton's way past his prime. My honest opinion, he shouldn't even be their starter. So, I mean, he's got rushing touchdowns and they get towards the goal line. But their offense just was garbage last year with him there.
2: Yeah, he really. the whole
0: time, him. Josh was talking. Jealous was chugging his I, beer. I just want to call that out.
2: It was a couple of ounces. <laughs> okay, Cam. I, he played pretty well at the beginning of the season until he got COVID, and after he got COVID, it was it was amazing how much he just completely fell off. I would think that next year, you know, I, I'm sitting here and and you know making a correlation between COVID and and his. Playing level falling off, and it might be completely invalid, but you know, just something I don't know.
0: It's a fair point, just, though. it is weird, yeah, it's something to timing. maybe consider. Yeah. yeah, yeah, weird, weird timing that that's when he decided to. You will not decide, but, I don't, you know, he started to suck at that. Point. To fall uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But what's interesting though is that he was asymptomatic for COVID, uh, so physically. You know, in theory, he was fine. Maybe it was doing stuff to his body that he wasn't well, not really not that I'm aware of. Yeah.
2: You know, they say that that some people, you know, even if you're physically asymptomatic, you can still have kind of some of that brain fog. Yeah. And with that Josh McDaniels Belichick system, you know, we all know it's it's pretty complex, a lot more complex, I would assume, than the system that he was running in Carolina. May have an effect on him that he didn't even realize. Yeah, totally
0: could have. It'll be interesting to watch that uh, QB competition play out big time in camp, and then even as the season goes on, uh, that'll. <laughs> <Jeez>. Josh, <laughs> Josh Josh Mac... <laughs> Josh McDonalds, uh, what? Yeah, that was bad, man. Uh... Get <laughs> to work,
1: Josh McDonalds <laughs> with Big Mac as his quarterback.
2: God,
0: oh, that's way better. Shoot, had <laughs> an opportunity out of that. Damn, uh, you, got you blew right. it. Yeah, That's what happens if you take a week nope. off? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm rusty. That's all it is. Uh, well, that uh, that'll pretty spin. much wrap. <laughs> that that'll uh, wrap us up for our AFC East division breakdown. Um, yeah, you, you can expect a, a few few more of that draft style breakdowns of divisions going forward. Uh, we won't do all of them that way. We'll kind of mix it up a little bit. But uh, yeah. Thought that was a successful format. Uh, anything you guys want to uh, plug before we sign Only off? The Only thing
1: I'd like to say for our listeners out there, I'd like you to do a little bit of homework between now and the next episode. I want you to either go and uh, give us a rating, write a review, tell a buddy. You can pick one of those three things.
2: And fifty listens per episode. <laughs> per episode, <laughs> yeah.
1: Not even the listens. Just yeah, just a rating, <laughs> review, tell a buddy. Very simple. Any
2: of those four things. Well, you can also subscribe, rate, review, tell a buddy, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Deadarm Sports. Use that hashtag DAS. We are also now on YouTube, so you can find us there. Listen to the episode. Uh, you know, we don't have a video or anything like that, but uh, you know, it, it's. I think it's especially useful for. Any listeners that have YouTube music, I believe that's what it's called, where, you know, you can close out of the app and still listen, still be able to listen to the video. So YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening. And, And just give us a follow, subscribe, rate, review, hit that download button. Let's, let's... To the moon! Any of those dozen things.
0: To the moon. To the moon. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.